Welcome to Two Sides to the Story with Ted and Lori. I'm Ted Zaleski. And I'm Lori Hirsetter. Today is September 29th, and we are recording episode 40, which feels kind of like a big deal. Nice round number. And uh, just so happens that today would be would have been my mom's um, 69th birthday. So today we are dedicating this episode uh, to her and uh, to one other person, which I will talk about in just a moment. So uh, September 29th, my mom's birthday, and she's had a great influence in my life. Um, She is no longer with me, but I still think of her often, and and I know we've talked about her in the show multiple times and her influence on my life, um, even related to books. So a couple more things to say about that today. And then also tomorrow, September 30th, is my aunt's birthday. So uh, kind of putting the two together as a way to honor my mom's memory and also to send a little birthday message uh, to my aunt. So to get started, um, one thing I'll say is about how similar these two ladies are, and yet how different, which is kind of funny to think about because here our show is two sides to the story. And you and I have talked about all the different ways that there are two sides with this show, right? There's the differences between you and me. Let's think of some others. Reader and writer is another one. Can you think of another two sides that we've talked about in the course of the show in the last year? I don't know if you were lumping these all together, but mm-hmm. uh, the, the kind of books that are our default. Exactly. Fiction, nonfiction, pleasure, purpose. Yeah. And um, your not self-development, um, what personal development, personal, personal development. Yeah. You know, um, I would never walk into a bookstore mm-hmm. and walk over to the personal development. Well, that's not true. Don't say never. That's, <laughs> that used to be true. Yeah. I walk over now, but not because I'm looking for something for me, but mm-hmm. I'm looking at things that say, Oh, that's one Lori, Lori would like. Yes. So lots of different angles of, of two sides. Um, And I would say with my aunt, similarly, that there are two sides to those sisters. And if we were to name this episode, I know I always am one who generally names our shows. I name our characters and the books we're writing and all of these things. If if I'm naming this episode, we'll see if this is where we end up. But I was thinking um, the tale of two sisters like the tale of two cities, right? I caught that. You did, did you? <laughs> you are a book person. You should catch that. Is that a book you have read? Yes. Okay, I figured. More than once? No, it's been a long time. Okay. Well, that might be a topic for another day, but this show just might be called uh, Tale of Two Sisters. So interestingly enough, they are not sisters by blood. Um, but they grew up as sisters and very important to each other. So I'm going to share a quote that I came across today in thinking about doing this episode that really applies. Family isn't always blood. It's the people in your life who want you in theirs. The ones 
who accept you for who you are, the ones who would do anything to see you smile, and who love you no matter what. So that feels about right to me. That's what family is all about. And that was most definitely the relationship between um, my mom and my aunt. And just kind of cool that their birthdays are exactly one day apart. Yeah. So um, let's start with my mom. Betty Ann was a uh, wonderful mom. She exposed me to reading at a very young age. This has come up on the show before, but she would read to me um, a lot. And as soon as I was able, which was pretty young, I was reading myself and reading with her and to her. And the books that I read, I've talked about a bunch of times between the Serendipity series and Are You My Mother is a Dr. Seuss book that I remember reading with her over and over and over again. Um, Little Miss, Mr. Man, there are so many. And it's interesting that that still today influences my reading. I'm still talking about those books. I'm still reading those books. Talking and talking and talking <laughs> and reading and reading and reading. And looking for more children's books. And I think if I really, you know, if I really think about it, it might be a big part of why children's books are still so important to me is that it helps me remember those early years and uh, looking for that sort of feeling again is is something that I enjoy. You know, what are the new books that give me the same feeling as the ones that I remember reading when I was young? And that's a, an interesting point, but probably a conversation for another time. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you know, we have books, children's books that we remember very fondly yes. from, from the past. But there's also new ones all the time mm -hmm. that say, oh, wow, that's a really good one, too. Yes. So then moving on just for a moment, I'll have to jump back and forth because this really is about both both ladies in my life. Um, a bit about my aunt. So Vita, a very different person than my mom, Betty. Um, personality wise, um, I would describe my mom as the caring, kind, soft-hearted of the two. Um, but my aunt, Vita, not, not that she wasn't caring and loving and all of that, but she was the fun, cool, exciting, vibrant one. So it made for a very interesting relationship and they couldn't have adored each other anymore than they did. And I grew up with them close together and I grew up very close to my cousin, Vita's daughter. Uh, her name is Erica. She's the one who was at um, the cafe reader with you, right? Exactly. Yes. Um, for my birthday, uh, my sister um, took me to the reader's cafe, reader's cafe. Yeah, sorry. In, um, in Hanover, Pennsylvania, and surprised me by bringing Erica along. Yes. So this is the one and the same Erica, and Vita is her mom. And actually, that was the other connection that I was going to make is that, so, you know, a strong bond between these two ladies and a strong just sisterhood that has also inspired me because the love of books is clearly there actually from both of them. So I will say a little bit more about that with Vita, but also um, 
the importance of sisters because I adore mine. And I think a lot of that is because of the relationship that I saw between my aunt and my mom. So um, on Vida's reading, I remember a time, this has been quite a few years, but where she would, um, she was, do you remember Oprah having the Oprah book club? Oh, sure. I don't know if she still does. Do you have any I, idea? I think so. So I know recently I came across Reese Witherspoon's book club and I, it kind of did get me thinking, but I think for a while there, Oprah's books were ones that um, my Aunt Vita would get every every time that they were, you know, she was hitting the, the stream. Lots, lots on of Oprah's people. list. Yes, <laughs> it's good for Sold your career your if you're if you're a writer. Exactly right. So you know, just talking a little bit about my uh, my mom and my aunt as it relates to to reading for sure. But another thing I wanted to chat about briefly is other things in your life besides books. Because we are getting ready to do a uh, cooking battle. I think we have mentioned that maybe on an episode or two. But they were both big influences for me where cooking is concerned. I have very fond memories of times with my mom in the kitchen, um, cooking with her, watching her cook. Um, we rarely ate out. It was almost always meals at home. So I watched her cook all the time. And um, she passed away when I was 15, so I haven't had her in my life for years. Um, I didn't really have a tremendous interest in cooking at, up to that point, of course. So my aunt, on the other hand, has been with me um, my whole life. And so as an adult and a woman who's cooking for my children and, and my family, um, certainly I've looked to her um, where food is concerned. So she is an extraordinary entertainer. Uh, she is a wonderful cook, as is her husband. And this cooking competition that we're about to take on at the end of October, um, we were asked to pick a dish. I'm not going to go into details and ruin the surprise because I'm sure we'll be doing an episode about the cooking competition um, all by itself. But it is inspired by my aunt. It is inspired by a family memory with her. Um, in more recent years. Um, and uh, she's actually going to get to attend the event as one of the, you know, the few audience seats that, that are available. She's going to get one of them. So I get to tell the story about her with cooking um, and the dish that I selected and how it ties into our family. Nice. Yeah. And um, not quite the same. Yeah. But what I'm going to be cooking mm -hmm. is not tied to a specific family rest recipe, but is kind of memories of grandparents and mm -hmm. uh, the things we ate when I was young. Yeah, it's incredible what a big memory trigger food can be. Smells, too, they say that. That scent is a, a strong memory trigger. Well, you know, yeah. we were just talking about Marcel Proust and yes. remembrance of things past yes. and how I was going to finally tackle it, and now I'm not that that's the central idea of his, the whole thing. It's a thousand pages or something like that is smells triggering memories. Interesting. Well, and I would say for the same, I'm, you know, if I'm trying to connect these two things between the cooking memories and the book memories is that for me, books have the same 
um, trigger on memory. I think it's why as a, an adult woman, I'm still reading children's books, looking for the, the feelings that you get when you read with um, a young person and, and a parent. So um, one other thing that just tribute to these ladies in my life is that um, I'm working on a book project, which has been talked about a couple of times. There is a very small section on our website for two sides to the story that goes into it just a tiny bit. And it's the project that I call Bliss. And the proposed title for the book, if it's a long version, is Building Bliss. And if it is the little book that makes it happen quicker, The Little Book of Bliss. So Ted knows a lot about this. Um, our listeners know a little something about it. But I think it's important as I'm wanting to do an episode just to sort of honor my mom to talk about how that ties into bliss. So I, I'm going to read a small excerpt of the book that is in draft form and has been for quite a long time. Um, I don't know when or if I will finish it, but I will, you will. <laughs> I'll share with you a little piece that would be sort of an intro part of the book uh, that talks about what, what bliss is. So clearly bliss is about happiness. It's just a, a special word for it. And just a, a little piece is, if I dedicate the book, it would be dedicated to my mom. And it's because she is, she is my reason and my reminder to seek happiness in my life. Uh, she is the inspiration for pursuing bliss and my desire to help others find theirs. Also, if I go a little further in another part that I have written for the book, is that my desire for living a blissful life is tied directly to knowing what it's like to be without it, that to know what is missing. So it's been a long time since I lost her. Um, I still feel it. But I'm able to talk about it, hopefully without the tissues because of how long it's been. But it's, you never, I don't think you ever um, forget that part. You know, if anyone who's lost a loved one, it's something that stays with you. And people find all sorts of ways to honor the people that they've lost and to keep them alive, um, their memory alive. So a book dedication would be a way to do that. Um, people plant trees or flowers or something like that. There was even a couple of years in my life where I had a, a boat that was named after my mom called the Betty Ann. So there are lots of ways to pay tribute. So in this way, I think I have a podcast and I get an opportunity to say something about, um, about my mom. So happy birthday, Betty. <laughs> um, with the forum that we've got with this, this Two Sides podcast opportunity. And happy birthday to my Aunt Vita, who I get to see tomorrow. She does not know that I'm recording this episode. I'm excited to go share with her, hey, listen to episode 40. There's a little something about you in it. And I just like to say how grateful I am to have such fantastic uh, women in my life who have been a role model to me who have um, encouraged me to go after bliss in my life. And I would say to all of you who are uh, listening to the episode, um, you don't know how much time you have, so don't waste it. Find your bliss 
live your best life. Another little piece from the book. So until it gets done, that's a little piece of it and a quick opportunity for me to say something about the two women with birthdays today and tomorrow that have inspired me. You know, on the, on the idea of the dedication, which I yeah. think is a really good idea, thinking back, how many books have we looked at where we looked at a dedication and said, wonder what the story is, is there. Yeah. So you could do a dedication and maybe it's one of these things where at the very back of the book mm-hmm. is a little explanation of why that dedication. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's, again, because it's in draft form and I have a long way to go, uh, there's opportunity for that to, you know, see where that fits over time. And I started to say earlier and didn't finish about the website. So on our website, which is currently under construction, I think we might change some things for season two, but there is a section that is Ted's side to the story. And it's uh, right now there's a full interview with you um, when you recorded as you interviewed. Um, the one at Carol Lutheran Village with Charlie Goodyear. And on Lori's side to the story, there are two tiny little video clips or recordings, audio recordings of me talking a little bit about bliss. So if anybody is interested in that, you can take a look at both. And Ted and I are both working on some other ideas for season two of the show. And I do anticipate that our uh, website might look a little different as we head into that. So back to inspiration for a moment. Um, I was thinking maybe you could share your story because here I'm talking about inspiration for, um, for bliss for me, um, a cooking dish coming from my Aunt Vita, and then um, books in my life through my mom. And you had a really neat thing that you shared with me about how we and this show inspired someone that you know to do something with books and, and writing. So can you share a little bit about that? Yeah, this um, parts of the last two days, I was actually with members of trustees of a board that I'm on, and partway through the first day, one of them said, I have something I want to talk about. Said, uh, when we were here at this same not same place, but same kind of meeting last year, uh, Ted shared the podcast that he was starting. And that had an impact on me. He started thinking about some things. And it actually led to him taking an idea that had been in his mind, writing a book and publishing it, self-published. But he, he went, went and did it. And, and he was basically saying, you acting made me act, which uh, you know, was a pretty nice compliment. It's incredible. You shared with me very briefly, like we inspired somebody. And I'm like, well, you got to tell me more. What does that mean? And when you sent, he sent me a picture of the book. It's called Fund Your 100,000. It's uh, FY100 a novel initiative to reduce wealth inequity 
by Daniel. How do you say his last name? Is it Mears? Yes. Mears. Okay. So, and I asked you, are you telling me that he got the idea, wrote the book, and published the book all within the year since we've been doing the show? Yes. That's I mean, that's really incredible, or I'm a total slacker, because I've been working on my book. You and I have been working on a book. Now we're working on a couple of baby books, children's books, and none of them are done in a year's time. And I'm sure he's just as busy as you and I, you know, day jobs, other things that you have to do in life. So how did he get it done so quick? Did you have a conversation with him about it? No, we, we didn't have a chance to do that. Okay. But, but to be fair, I think it's it's a fairly small book. Mm-hmm. And to be fair to you and your worry about being a slacker, <laughs> uh, a fairly small book. Uh, it's a very specific idea about, um, you know, it, I don't want to say it. It's more tangible than bliss. Uh-huh. You know, it's how how do we okay. do this thing? Sure, it's instructional and, in nature. And and like- I, I suspect that it's something he had had in his mind. Okay, and yeah, he wasn't starting from scratch. He just mm-hmm. needed to pull it out of his mind and 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 get it into a book. Mm-hmm. But like I said, we did we didn't really talk about that, so I, I I don't know exactly how it all played out. Okay. Well, it's just sort of interesting timing because here I am talking about bliss and, you know, go after what you like in life and enjoy, find your passion, find your purpose. I could talk a long time about bliss and what that means to me, but um, here's a gentleman who is doing that. He just decided, you know, what I, I should, I should do this. Um, it reminds me a little bit of a conversation that we had with our friend, Joe, who works at Exploration Commons, who started reading because we were poking him about reading. And he said, you know, I saw the two of you come in, not know how to use the equipment to record the show and figured it out with help from him, of course. And he's like, got me thinking, what can I do that I'm I'm not doing? So I would just encourage anyone who's out there listening to us and thinking about whether it's book related or something else in your life that, you know, if you want to try something, don't, don't wait, go for it. So I, I think it's awesome that your friend did that. And also on that same, I'm going to say trip, just an, an overnight. Yeah. But um, I was in Leonardtown, Maryland which is almost as far south in Maryland as you can go before you leave Maryland. I've been there. You have. Yes. Yes. I brought some books back. I went to their, um, they have a, a used bookstore, I believe. I'm going to forget the name, but it's right in Leonardtown. Fenwick Street, used books and music. That sounds about right. And actually, we had a conversation about it when I came back, I think, because you thought somehow a coworker that we know was somehow associated with uh, Leonard Town and had a, was it a sweet treat shop or something oh, like that? Oh, yeah. Somebody I work with, her daughter uh, owns a candy store. Yeah. Florida. Yes. Okay. Okay. My be- memory is better than I thought it was. So did you go to the bookstore? I did. And I talked briefly with, with the owner mm-hmm. and it's unfortunate. It's just, you know, I was there for other purposes and Sure. I talked to her about talking, getting an interview to, to use for the podcast, and okay. she wanted to do it, mm-hmm. but just wasn't able to, to pull it off. Uh-huh. Uh, but 
Again, it's um, Fenwick Street, used books and music. Uh, they have mostly used books, but they do have some new books. Mm -hmm. They had um, not a huge selection of vinyl records, but they had some. Mm -hmm. uh, had a pretty good section of puzzles and a few other things. Very, very nice store. Um, I, I really would like us to talk to to her yes. sometime if we if we can make that happen. Uh, but it's um, an another nice independent store. Uh, it's the only store I think anywhere down in that direction. Yeah, I think when I went, it was bef it may have been before we started recording the shows. Um, I don't know how far along we were with the idea of the podcast, but it was, I think it was maybe summertime when I went, I was taking weekend trips, do you remember, in search of the new island, mm -hmm. and I went to a bunch of places, and I was down in Solomon's Island um, just for a quick weekend, and as I was down there, um, I stumbled on the bookstore. Well, I've now been there, you've now been there, maybe, well... You know, the year is getting planned out. There will be another opportunity that we actually can can talk. And honestly, for those who are listening and paying attention to our journey, that is uh, a common theme in our story is that so much has happened this year that we were not expecting, we're not planning for. And now we have a long list of people that have said, sure, we'd love to talk to you. Um author interviews to be scheduled, bookstore owners that have agreed that we can come and we can discuss things with them, projects that we're interested in pursuing and, and starting to line up. And it's just a matter of finding the time. Um, we both have day jobs. This is something we do for fun on the side and, and finding the opportunities to do that is, is a challenge, but um, it's a good challenge. So that's great. Uh, and I'm, I'm just so thrilled that your friend did that. And I would say for any of you who are listening today, um, don't be shy. If you have done something because of our show, we would love to hear it. Um, you know, we're getting ready to plan our first, um, uh, we'll call it first anniversary show, but it's really like the kickoff for season two. And to be quite frank, we're trying to decide what free season two looks like because there are so many things on the list of possibilities. So um, we have said from the very beginning, we want to hear from you. I think that is the case now more than ever, is that what do you want season two to look like? Please send us an email. We'd love to hear it. And secondly is if you have a story like Daniel's that listening to our show inspired your reading, your writing in some way, uh, we would absolutely love to hear about it. And, you know, on the idea of what we're going to do with the second year, you know, some of this, a lot of this we're doing because it's fun doing it, mm -hmm. but it's also very much on our mind. We want to do things that people are interested in listening to. to exactly. You know, it's, it's, we're not just doing it for us. So uh, we absolutely are interested in what are the things that, we're doing that you enjoy the most. What do you wish we would do more, more of? Mm -hmm. Actually, um, I talked in the last episode about a book I'm going to talk about sometime, the Neil, Neil Gaiman yes. book. Mm -hmm. uh, and we have had some people say to us, we'd like to hear more about what you're reading. Yes. 
and have to think about how do we build that in. But what is what is it you like? What could you live without? You know, mm-hmm. let let us know, and we can build that into our thinking. That is definitely something we're planning to do at our season two launch is uh, we're working on some questions that are going to be a quick questionnaire that we'll have on the tables that night. Um, Registration for that is open, by the way. It's November 7th. It's in the evening. Um, It is on the library's uh, website to uh, register for the program. Carroll County Public Library for those who aren't Local yes, I, I keep saying that like everybody knows that, you know, we're, we're associated with them, but you're right. Thank you. Um, not everybody listening is local anymore. Um, so actually, that's important to mention is that if you're local and you can attend, wonderful. We'd love to have you there. Register for a spot. If you're not, we are working on some remote viewing opportunities it might be live streamed. We're trying to figure some of those details out. Uh, last year, we were able to do it as a YouTube um, video. So even if it's not live, you might be able to watch it after the fact. And I think with these questions that we're putting together that are of this nature, you know, what did you like? What would you like us to do more of or differently? Um, we're going to find a way to get that to not only the people that attend that night, but maybe um, as a form on our website that you can submit your um, your ideas to us too. But there's no need to wait. If you have some thoughts about what you'd like us to do with the show, um, send us an email and we'd be happy to hear your feedback. And we know that we have listeners in Delaware and Pennsylvania and Maryland and Virginia and North Carolina now. <laughs> yes. And we're, we're working on Antarctica. <laughs> you know, you're laughing, but it pops up on um, our website is through Squarespace. And you can look, you can't see who it is, but you can see where they are. And it's it's much larger than you would think. Oh, there, yeah? there are people viewing from, from all over the place. We've had Canada on the list before. No. <laughs> So not Antarctica, that hasn't happened. <laughs> Goals. <laughs> okay, you have anything else for today? No, I, I think we're good. Okay, a little shorter than normal, but kind of a special episode. So I will just say again, um, you know, in honor of my mom's birthday, um, Betty Ann was a wonderful woman, and I love and think about her and miss her every day. And to my special Aunt Vita, who has been such a tremendous uh, source of support, love, strength, fun, and um, even just fashion. She covers the gamut. She's an amazing person, and I'm very, very lucky to have her. So happy birthday, Aunt Vita. And um, for those of you listening... Thank you for dialing in and happy birthday, Betty. (laughs) Happy birthday, Vita, and enjoy your reading.